I went back to go put the dirty shirt away and well, my jeans are still wet too. My jeans still smell like coffee. So let me just might as well. I already changed one thing. Might as well make the complete fit and change the bottom half as well. And I was as I was changing my jeans, I laughed internally because I'm thinking, Wow, I'm changing my outward appearance, but I'm still dirty. I still haven't showered. I'm still not clean. We can change something superficially, tweak the way we talk, the way we want to be perceived. We want to look a certain way. Mm. But if we don't clean ourselves, then we're just changing something superficially. Nothing in the, in the depth of it is changing. When we come to God, we might think, oh, if I just wear something nice, God will accept me. Or if I just look a certain way, certain people will accept me. But God wants us to be clean. God wants our hearts. We need to change what's internal, mm-hmm. not what's superficial. You see, when we change internally and give God our whole heart, everything else changes with it. The way we think will change. The way we talk will change. The way we do life changes. How we hold relationship changes. Wow. How can God bless something that's fake? Mm. <laughs> How could God bless something that's not real? God looks at the inside, right? Absolutely. God looks at the inside, and that's what he sees. I think he goes past the outside. So no matter how much we change on the outside, if we don't let God on the inside, then nothing changes. Yep. And we could fool everybody else, but not God. Mm, yes, and sometimes we want to convince ourselves that we are changing yeah. and that we are this picture-perfect individual. Yeah. But we can't fool God. No. We might convince ourselves, but sooner down the line, you see, the truth always comes to light. Always. There's nothing that we can keep from God because he knows it all. Yeah, that's so true. And I think these are the, the lessons that, that God teaches us. And some learn it sooner. Yeah. And some learn it later. Mm-hmm. God's timing is absolutely perfect. And unfortunately, some of us need to learn that the hard way. Yeah. And God will allow that to happen. Yeah. You see, God gives us a gift called free will. Mm. And he allows us to make decisions for ourselves. He allows us to fall for ourselves. Now, he's always there waiting for us to finally look to him and say, God, I'm ready. I'm tired of falling. Wow. I'm tired of getting back up and falling again because... I'm just changing superficially and I'm still not giving you my heart. Mm. I'm still not allowing you to enter into my heart and, and to show me what needs to be changed truly Mm. and not just take it upon myself. Oh, what do I just need to change superficially again? So that doesn't come out again. Mm. Oh, I got caught in this once. Let me just tweak my actions. So that doesn't happen again. Yeah. But it's just, I mean, it's a misconception that if we allow the enemy to enter and keep us believing that, we're going to be in, entering this rabbit hole, mm. going back in full circle. And it's behavior modification. Hmm. The exactly. behavior change. A behavioral change. But Not nothing a- else. The heart is still the same. Exactly. And God doesn't care about that. He cares no. about the heart. Oh, that's deep. And so we do that long enough, we actually end up, Getting further and further away from God. Yeah. As opposed to closer to him. Oh, that's good. That is so true. I think for me, even having relationships where you could do that, Mm. where you could open up, 
and be vulnerable that's been key and being real you know it starts with being real with it's funny because god knows everything right absolutely why is it that he wants us to be real with him why is it that when adam and eve you remember he asked them where are you it's not like he didn't know where they were <laughs> they knew where they were yeah but why did he want them to say you wanted to hear from him right but what does that do and that brings it to light that brings it to light and what does light do destroys darkness it destroys darkness completely and when it things are in the light then then that's where god works because he is light right Absolutely. that's crazy yeah we need to be transparent with god mm -hmm. because he already knows but we need to vocalize it right we need to vocalize it to him accepting that we can't do it mm. without him if we keep allowing ourselves to be our own idol oh that's good we're going to continue to fail yeah and idolizing, it's its so easy. It's so easy to do, and it happens so subtly that we might not even realize what we're idolizing. We might think it's God, but in reality, it's, it's ourselves. It's mm. our self-image. It's what we want to portray, what we want others to perceive us as. This is, goes back to what we tweak, our behavior modification. We want to be seen a certain way, be seen in a certain light, and not be seen as perfect. Wow. But we're not perfect. We're not. God didn't create us to be perfect. We were created in his image. Hmm. There's so much power in allowing God to work in us uniquely because we were all different. You have different gifts, Mavi. Yeah. I have different gifts. Yeah. But we love God. Right. And we connect because the love that we have for God. Right. Right. You know, I was, uh, it's funny, I was telling one of my, one of my coworkers today. What Pastor always says, he says, uh, there's a seed inside of you, right? Mm -hmm. And God did that. Yep. We're all unique. And so if you're an orange tree, there's a seed. There's an orange seed in you, right? <laughs> and so when you water, when you nurture it, it's going to grow into what? An orange. An orange. And so it's the same with me. And, and I think that's the thing. A lot of the times we try to, well, at least for me speaking for myself, there was a time in my life where I, I, uh, I didn't ask God <laughs> how he sees me. <laughs> and I started asking, almost like asking others hmm. how they saw me. And that, that's dangerous because you fall into a place where where now it's not your eyes on God. And like you said, now you're idolizing other yeah. things like praise, like what other people think of me or things like that. Or just not living up to what God has for us. And I think that's important. It all starts with why did you create me and what's my purpose? But you got to lean into God for that. Yep. I can't answer that for you, no, right? You can't. Only you, God. You can only point me to God. Yeah. Let's say if, if a man knows his identity, he knows his call. Mm. He can't give you his calling for you mm -hmm. because God gave him his calling. Right. And he was able to receive that because of his connection with God. Right. So what is a man to do? Hey, I can show you what I did to connect to God. Mm. But at the end of the day, I'm going to point you to God. Yeah. You got to read. You got to pray. You got to build that relationship with God so he can tell you. And you got to listen. And you got to listen. Yeah. You got to learn how to discern the spirit. Yeah. Learn how to hear his voice. Right. To know what his calling is for you. Right. right. And I think uh, I can relate with you on that. As far as uh, identity goes, I could say that we want to fit in mm -hmm. and belong. And sometimes we put ourselves in situations to where we know. We don't belong there, mm -hmm. but we want to be there. We go against 
what our initial intent was, why we were created to come out of that mold to be something that we were meant to be, to fit an idea, to fit a persona. And what happens is you end up losing yourself. Right. You end up losing your identity and you forget who you really are because now you're just faking everything. Mm. Even the way you walk, mm. the way you talk, mm. the way you smile or lack thereof. Mm. You know, back then when I was in high school, pandillero según, hanging out with the wrong crowd. I'm a happy person. I'm a joyful individual. But back then, that joy was all suppressed. Mm. It didn't exist because it had to fit this hard demeanor. It had to act a certain way, look a certain way, dog somebody a certain way. I had to fit that picture. Right, right. And that wasn't me. Right. That was the complete opposite of what God created me to be. Right. Which was what you see now. Yeah. A joyful man. Yeah. Who loves. Yeah. And loves hard. Right. And I'm not afraid to express that love anymore. But because your your identity comes from God. Because my identity comes from God. That's right. And God regave me my identity. Son. Yeah. This is who you are called to be. Right. This is what you are meant to be. Oof. Wow. And you know what's crazy is that it's almost like who you pretend to be, which is not what God called us to be, right? It's so close or it's similar to what God calls us to be because the enemy is like he fakes things. Oh, yeah. It's so close to the real thing. Mm -hmm. Like it seems like, oh, Marco, you're having joy, but it's not real joy because it's not anchored to God. Yeah. You know? And so that's that's uh, that's interesting how it's almost like. Like uh, like when when I go fishing, you mm -hmm. know, we use lures. They're fake. They're not real. It's plastic, but it looks so close to the real thing. Uh, it looks really close to the real thing. Like if you look at it, it even moves like the real thing, but it's not close enough. And what you're looking for is you're looking for that reaction from the fish. You want the fish to attack something that's fake, and when he attacks it, guess what? He set himself on the hook. Wow, that's 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 really deep. Yeah. That is really deep. Yeah. Because the enemy will, will set those lures. Right. Right. He will set those traps. And we're if we're not anchored in God, mm. we will easily fall for those deceptions that are placed upon us. Right. So we need to be prepared. Right. How do we prepare ourselves? How do we prepare ourselves for traps ahead? Mm. We we anchor ourselves in God now. Right. <laughs> like for me, it happened with uh with being the provider, right? Yeah. Uh, I know I'm called to be that, right? Because God says you're called to be the provider, but not in the way that I was, you know, not in the worldly way. Mm. Because that uh, all of those ideologies came from what the world and the culture said, yep. not what God says. And that's different. But you got to learn it. You got to be anchored with God. And now what happens is that it's been a it's it's been a season of God taking all the old removing it and replacing it with what god says you know there's a healthy way to do things yeah right joy is not a bad thing like you were saying joy is a great thing yeah when it comes from the lord when your joy is anchored in the lord that's great for me like what i said if i'm being a provider with how god called me hey that's amazing i'm honoring god in that way but not if i'm doing it in a worldly way and it's vain and it's like empty it's not real wow right yep you can easily be swayed towards a direction where it's not meant to be. But that's just how the enemy infiltrates our mind. Right. And a lot of it is it's rooted to the way we're raised sometimes. 
especially if you're not raised in a Christian home. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're taught worldly things. Right. We were taught pride, especially in our culture. Pride is a big thing. Mm. Doing it solo, you know, hardworking, mm -hmm. always providing. Right. But knowing that, why are we providing? Right. God calls us as men to provide. Right. And to be that, to be the head of the household. But that comes with more responsibility than just providing. Right. It doesn't just stop there. there there's more to it. Mm -hmm. And I think when we, when we just hold on to just that one thing, well, I'm providing. Mm -hmm. I'm doing what I'm as a man should. Right. And provide for the household. But it goes deeper than that. And it goes deeper than we that. We can't just stop there. And when you just anchor yourself in that, like for me, like I anchored myself in that. And I would say like, well, I'm doing that, you know, like I'm providing. Yeah. But with that, I'm like, now I'm making work an idol. And guess what? Now my family is left. Now I'm not spending time with my kids. Now I'm not spending time with my wife. So that's not real. It's fake. Yes. It's fake. You know? And God calls and God calls us like mm -hmm. I think there there's a certain like there's seasons, there's an order to things, right? And sure, like there's like there's seasons like you know, say like you're starting a business from like when you're starting something, there's always that season of a lot of work. Mm -hmm. But then you need to recognize when that season is over. You need to recognize when the next season is here. Ah, that's and, so good. And if you're making it an idol, you won't see it because you won't see that the season change because yes. it's your idol. You're blind. You're blind to your idols. And that's what happened to me. And the way like, unfortunately, the way the way I saw it was like once things start crumbling down, you know, yeah. that's when you see it, when you notice there's issues, when things crumble because because it's an idol, because it's fake. It's yeah. not real. So going back to the seasons, mm. you know with your line of work and what you do, you understand the seasons yeah. quite well. Yeah. You know, you work outside, you work with the garden, you work with plants. Yeah. And you know very well that there's a season to plant. Just like with work, there's a season to work. Right. So what happens if you, if you plant in the wrong season? It doesn't grow because the climate's not proper, right? Uh, it struggles. It doesn't thrive. <laughs> it doesn't thrive. Going into like an income perspective, if you want to keep planting because you want to keep seeing growth mm -hmm. and you just keep planting and keep planting and keep planting, wouldn't you just say it's wasted efforts? If you just keep planting? Yes. Let me see. Break that down a little bit. Like if you want to plant mm -hmm. throughout all the seasons mm -hmm. and not just at the season where oh, it's meant you. to be planted. Okay. So then you would have like if all you're doing is planting. There's a time for everything, right? There's a season. Yeah. There's a season to harvest. So what if all you're doing is just planting? You miss the harvest. You miss the reward. It doesn't work that way. There needs to be seasons. So we need to understand what season we are in right. at the moment. Right. To know how to go about life Yeah. at that moment. Right. Or in that season that we're in. Right. And I think that goes, that goes in anything and in everything because... Even like having young kids, right? Yeah. That's a season. There's going to be a season where your kids are older. That's a different season. There's going to be a season when the kids are gone. They're not in the house. That's a different season. And so if we're doing the wrong action at the wrong season, it's not going to bear fruit, right? Right. And there's so much to learn. Yeah. There's so much to learn. And there's always something to, to learn in the seasons that we're in. 
and we need to be really in tune and 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 to know what is God teaching me in this season. Mm-hmm. What does He want me to learn from this season? Because not every season is good. No, you know we go through winters, and winters can affect us in many different ways. Winters aren't great for most people. Mm-hmm. People struggle with the cold. Right. You know we can say that in a season of a marriage, a a winter would be a bad point in our life. Mm. But we know that God is going to teach us something in this winter, mm. knowing that the spring is coming. <laughs> wow. I always look at the squirrels, right? Right. All year, they know winter is coming. Cert- not only squirrels, any animal. You can see like a bear or anything, right? Well, hibernation. Hibernation. They know winter is coming, so what do they do? They prepare for it. They store. Right? Yeah. They're preparing. That's called wisdom. Like they don't get caught off guard, right? Right. So why do we get caught off guard? With seasons of life. Ooh. Right? Like, we what? get caught off guard. Why are we not paying attention to the seasons or when? Yeah. Yeah. And then we're like, why am I in winter? I'm cold. <laughs> I didn't store up anything. You know, that's figurative. Yeah. But that's the same thing, like, how you're saying, like, every season has a purpose, right? Right. And when you didn't prepare or when you get caught off guard, what happens? You get hurt. Yeah. Or you struggle. Right? More than you have to. More than you have to. Because you didn't properly prepare for that season. Right. Right. And so I think I think that applies to everything. But it starts with recognizing. Right. And what you said, like the identity. Right. Like if God were to say you're a squirrel, then I collect nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not going to be looking for, for honey in a tree. <laughs> right. Because you're a squirrel. Because I'm a squirrel. Right. So it starts with knowing who you are in the eyes of God. Wow. And then once he reveals that to you, then you operate in that way. And now you're not seeking that approval. Now you're not seeking, what does Marco think of me? Well, you know, Marco's a bear and I'm a squirrel. We're different. We have different needs, mm-hmm. right? But God tells me that. I can't tell you that. You can't tell me that. Yep. And it comes with wisdom. It does. And then the wisdom comes from God, obviously. But we need to seek that wisdom and we can't get off guard. Like we can't, we can't just be idle. Yeah. Idle. <laughs> And taken off guard, right? Because <laughs> seasons are gonna come. It's it's uh is is just life. God created life like that. Seasons, right? Yeah. Like even Solomon, remember he says, "What is there like twenty eight seasons or something?" Yeah. There's seasons. There's seasons for everything. To be happy, to be sad, to work, to rest. There's different seasons. But why is it that we struggle so much with the change of seasons? Because we're not growing. We're not maturing enough to be able to. To pay attention to that. Mm. Sometimes we sit idle and we let the seasons pass and Mm. we stay passive. And seasons come and seasons go. But we're not stopping enough and asking God, what are you teaching me? Mm. So if we're not learning, we're going to stay in the same place. Yeah. We're not going to understand. We're not going to see the next season coming. Right. Seasons is going to come and we're still going to be in winter when we're reality in spring like spring is here yeah. it's time to start planting again bro because n- next year winter's coming again yes and i'm still, but you're in, still winter. Stuck in winter <laughs> right you're still stuck in winter yes. and that's true and that and that's why we struggle because it's you know in spring it's it's not time to be thinking oh poor me why didn't i store up anything you know hey you have a new opportunity let's go it's let's a new season find. it's a new season it's a new season and God gives us new seasons all the time. Yes. But a lot, a lot of the time is we don't accept those seasons. 
we don't we don't we don't accept it we don't because we think we know better right we think we know better than god right god no i got it yeah i got it from here yeah (laughs) i'm gonna do it this my way right right and it doesn't work like that it doesn't we lead ourselves into a ditch yeah you remember that uh you remember that clip of that sheep it's it's literally like a it's a um a shepherd right Mm -hmm. he's grabbing the sheep from a ditch pulls the sheep out the sheep jumps like two three times and then falls in the same ditch again (laughs) that's how we are dude like we're literally like sheep you know yeah and and that's why god says like we're like sheep we need we need god's guidance we need our shepherd and how often do we need him just one all the time all the time all the time all the time if not we make a mess out of things exactly and i laugh because i can relate that to my life how many times i've fallen in the same hole yeah and i continue to me too and you would think i would learn hey that hole is still there (laughs) don't go that way watch (laughs) out watch out i (laughs) fell three times already yeah let me avoid that right but we're just happily being ourselves in our own comfort and we end up in the same place right Right. Growing can be hard sometimes. It is. It can. Coming out of our comfort zone, it's hard. It's oh, yeah. hard for a lot of people. And it was hard for me. Yeah. Saying yes to God was hard for me for yeah. some reason. Yeah. I idolized myself mm. to want to keep doing what Marco wanted to do mm. and not what God wanted me to do. Yeah. That's huge. That's big. And it's, and like it, it starts with saying yes, right? absolutely it starts with dying to yourself i always thought like it's a one-time thing right like you come to god once and now i know like you come to god daily moment by moment situation by situation right because hasn't hasn't it happened to you that like you could be having a great day and then something happens and it just turns it yep and then what like from there it just at that moment you need to turn to god again we need to turn to god that's a reminder to myself right yeah because we need God every day, every moment. And when we don't, we lose sight and then we're lost. Yeah. And then we get in trouble like the sheep, right? Back in the same hole. Back in the same Again. hole. Again. Again. An- another thing that I heard was you take a fish out of water, what happens to it? It dies. Yep. Right? It's elements. They need to be there. So how about us? Why do we think God created us? We need God? Why do we think we could do it on our own? Because the enemy wants us to believe that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like you said, we make idols. Yeah. Of ourselves, of what people think, of whatever. Whatever our, our idols is. Idols come in different shapes and forms for everyone, right? Yep. And yeah, that's... We end up in a hole. And I think at the end of it, that's... That's where the enemy wants us. Yeah. Because when you're in a hole, you're stuck. Nope. But he'll give you a shovel. Say, here. And guess what? What are you going to do with that shovel? Because, you know, you idolize yourself. So dig yourself deeper. (laughs) You're going to dig yourself out of that hole. Yeah. (laughs) And you end up digging yourself deeper. Yeah. That's right. And next thing you know, you look up like, wow, now I can barely see some some light. Yeah. (laughs) Because you dug yourself so deep. Yeah. Believing that you can get out on your own. Right. God has a ladder for you to come out. Oh, that's good. God yeah. always has a ladder. He always does. And God's ladder is deep. I mean, it, it's it's as big as we need it to it's be. It's as big as we need to be. Yeah. He will take us out from wherever we are. Right. He's our father who loves us. Right. Just like how we love our kids. Right. 
just waiting for him, waiting for us right. to look for him, mm-hmm. to call for him, mm-hmm. and to ask for his guidance. Always waiting, always patient. Open arms. Free will, right? Yep. And I think that I think that's the hardest thing to understand, like free will, right? God is sovereign. God is omnipresent. God is omni-everything, right? Oh, yeah. But why does he give us free will? Why does he let us choose as opposed to just having little robots? Because then we're not unique. Right. Then we're just cookie cutter. But God loves us. God created us differently Mm. with different personalities, Mm. with different attitudes, different ways of receiving, with different lifestyles, growing up differently. Mm -hmm. Everything molds us. Right. And God doesn't want us to stop being us. Right. He wants us to worship him. How he made us. How he made us. Right. Because we're all unique. Absolutely. Wow. I was thinking of when we built that house, right? Mm-hmm. In Mexico? Yep. I'm wearing the shirt right now. <laughs> Homes of hope. Homes of hope. That's right. So check this out. We were all, obviously we go to the same church, but if you think about it, how many different ages were there? How many different backgrounds, right? Maybe our our upbringing might have been similar, but it was never the same right? for none of us. But when we came together, what happened? We built the house, right? Oh, yeah. We did and, some. We and did how some, long? In a day and a half. <laughs> in a day and a half. And see, that's, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, if we did it with God at the center of it, right? With God being the center of everything we did with our own personalities. Cause when, when we were building, you got to see the different personalities. Oh, we did. So what if we were all cookie cutter? Doesn't work. It wouldn't work. It, it, wouldn't, it work. wouldn't seem natural. No, it would seem almost forced force. Why is everyone being forced to act a certain way? Right. Are they always like this? Yeah. But when we got a chance to, to rub with each other and, and see how everybody is yeah, outside of, church even yeah it's like wow yeah everyone's true nature comes out right and what's interesting is everyone loves god yes but yet everyone's so different yes everyone loves god in their own way right but we all came together with god in the center and god in the center with god as our purpose right right and so many great things can happen when we're all there for the same purpose right Right. And that was because we all said yes to God. Yes to God. Not knowing what to expect. No. Just knowing we're saying yes to something. Yeah. I mean, I went with an ex- expectation of we're going to get straight to work. <laughs> we got we to gotta build a house. We got to make it happen. Remember we wanted to start building since Friday. <laughs> we, we, walk, we showed up with our work boots. <laughs> since Friday. I know that, that I was actually thinking about that. I was like, man. And then and then Saturday came. And we had a meeting, we had breakfast, and I'm like, dude, what time are we getting out there? <laughs> Is this house going to get built by <laughs> itself or what? <laughs> and then we get there and, and they want to do a debrief. They're reading the rules. <laughs> I was getting anxious, bro. I'm like, stop reading the rules. Let's start building, you Let's know? Let's make it happen Let's already. Let's make it happen. One foot in front of the other. Yeah, because it was already, what, like nine? It was. And remember, they're reading the rules and they're, and I'm like, dude. <laughs> this house is getting built based on rules. Yeah. And I think it's because we're so used to doing things a certain way. Right. And again, it goes back into we want to take the control. We mm. want to take the leadership. We want to take the initiative. Okay, we got this. We're going to do this. But 
at that point, we're not including God anymore. Mm. We're saying, oh, we have a background. Yeah. I know how to use a tool or two. Yeah. I can hammer in a nail, but that's not the point. <laughs> if we would just focus on that, we would miss the heart of it all. Right. We would miss the purpose right. of it all. And at that point, it's almost like you're leaving God out because you're like, you yeah. know, you know what you're doing, Marco. You know how to use those tools, right? Yeah. But no, God, we need you. We always need you. We always need you. And I think that goes back to everything. And God, show us the season that we're in. God, show me who I am. How do you see me? How do you see me, Lord? I can't tell you that. Like, I can't tell you, you know. But God will use me sometimes or God will use you to yeah. encourage me. And that's what walking side by side means. Yeah. That's what rubbing shoulder to shoulder means. That's what pulling somebody up means. Iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. And that just happens in real life. That can't happen through a book. That can't happen through theory. Theory is great, but it happens in practice. Yes. Everything happens in practice. Applied. Can you imagine going back to that whole house thing? Can you imagine that we would have gotten there on Friday and then Saturday we're like, okay, we're going to use all of Saturday to talk about how we're going to build this house. We're going to talk about the proper spacing between all of the, all of the wood, you know, all of the, oh, yes, let's get it down to the specs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And all we're stuck in is in the theory. What are the drawings? That? I got to see the drawings. Right. I got to take these measurements precisely. Right. And then what? There's no practice. And that, and I think, you know, like even right now when you were saying, you said something, you said we got to see everybody's personality outside of church. I think that that impacted me because church is everywhere if you see it that way. You yep. carry church with you wherever you go. Church is not just on Sundays. Church is not just a building, right? Oh, yeah. It's not, com it's not limited to walls. Right. It's not. Right. I mean, when we're out there uh, in one of these meetings, it's... One of the missionaries was, it was on Sundays, like, guys, today, you're not at church today. You're doing church today. You're doing church. You're That's doing right. it. That was powerful. That was, man. That really impacted me because it's yeah. so true. So sometimes we, we limit God within walls. Right. We only experience God when we're at church, but mm -hmm. that's completely false. Right. It's our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. It's how we live our lives. Right. It's our living testimony. Yeah. Who we are as individuals in the church outside of church and everywhere in our homes right in our workplaces Ooh. even when we go to the grocery store how we act how yeah. we treat others yeah and that is the gospel that we're sharing right that is what being a christian is yes it's full-time christianity all the time and it's because we love god yes and yes. when god fills us yeah we can share what God is doing in your life mm -hmm. based. I mean, you said it multiple times yeah. and, and you showed me this right. is it's out of abundance mm, overflow overflow. Yeah. And man, that is so deep when you can understand that because it's, it's natural. Oh man. It's not forced. It comes out of you. Mm. You feel so much that your cup just overflows mm. and it's going to overflow into, I'm not going to pick and choose who mm. and to everybody who encounters me because that's God's heart. Exactly. God loves everybody. Yes. Right? Key. God loves everyone. Man. And, you know, as you were saying that, I was thinking because you said at in that trip, we had one thing in common. Different backgrounds, different everything, right? When we went to go build a house. Right. The one common denominator was we love God. Mm -hmm. And we built that house, you know how? Overflow of love. 
overflow of service, overflow to give God's love to this family, right? Oh, yeah. But it started from a place of overflow. And when you do things out of overflow, it gives you more. It fills you more. Yep. And when you do things out of lack, it drains you. Because you don't have much to give. Right. You gave all you had. Right. And now you're dry. Right. But when you have God in your heart, he continues to pour into you. L living water. You can't control it. Rivers. Rivers of flowing water. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Man, I love that word, dude. I love overflow. And the more I think about it, it's like it's overflow to everything, right? You can't contain it, Mari. You Maddie. can't contain you it. You can't contain it. Like I was telling you, I think we're missing that prayer of overflow. God, let us overflow in everything we do, right? Yep. As a dad, as a husband, as a friend, let us overflow. When we come to God in that place, as a father, right? Right. Wouldn't you want to bless your son if he's Absolutely. being a blessing? Absolutely. Right? I would want to give him everything. Right. But it's not from a place of holding. It's from a place of giving. But you could only experience that through God. Yeah. Right? Because that's not what culture tells us. Nope. You know, it's giving. Yeah. It's giving of yourself. It's giving of your resources. It's giving of everything. Right? But the culture wants to teach us something different. Right. We see a lot of uh, egotism. Mm-hmm. Selfishness. Mm-hmm. Containment. Contain everything for myself. Yeah. I'm self-made. Oh. This is all mine. <laughs> I built this. Yeah. I'm going to keep this for me. Oh, man. That hits me hard because that, that was me. Wow. That was me. And actually, today I saw something. I saw something that really impacted me. I'm, I'm going to try to quote it, but it said something along the lines of self-help tells you the secret is inside of you. You just need to look within. Wow. And God tells us, no, you need to look to me, you know? Man. And I was like, wow. Like, that's literally how I was blinded. Yeah. Those are the things I thought, you know? Or when you say, like, I'm self-made. That doesn't oh, yeah. even, like, if you really analyze it, you can't be self-made. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Like, even even this, like, you can't be self-sustained, self-made. Like, some somebody needs to make, you know, your groceries, like, your clothes. Somebody made all of those things. You're not self-made. Oh, yeah. Like, we, everybody works together. You know what I mean? Like, that's, it's not real. But we think it is, and we look for that. Well, at least for me, I did. Yep. And it was false, and it was empty, and it was a lure, and it was fake, you know? And I fell into that. And it's, like, it's easy to. It's easy right, to. Right. When you don't have God. Right. Because you'll fail, you'll fail to see it. Oof. Isn't that crazy? I, I heard it once like this is like, we all have a void inside of us, mm -hmm. and the only thing that could fill it is God. But when we don't know God... We try to fill it with different things. Oh, yeah. We overstuff it with everything else yeah. but God. Right. And it it might feel good at the moment. Temporarily. It's a placebo. It's fake. It's going to wear away. And what does that leave us at? It leaves us empty, bro. Empty. And always wanting more. Yeah. But not knowing what do we want. Yeah. What do we really need? Yeah. But we have the outside culture just feeding us. Oh, you need this. Yeah. Oh, you need that. Yeah. Oh, you see this person with his new phone? Look how happy that person looks. Yeah. This is what you need. Yeah. This is the void that you've been looking for. Right. This is going to fill you. And it'll fill you for, what, until the next model comes out? Yeah. And then, oh, the void is back. You need you need some, you Time need the to next refill one. it again with the next one. Yeah. And it's a never-ending. It's, it's an idol, right? Yeah. It's an idol. And and see, like, the other, the other time I was thinking, like, 
we're meant to worship, right? Right. We're meant to worship God. But when we don't, we start worshiping other things, idols. And when we worship idols, like you said, idols are greedy, you know? Mm-hmm. Idols seek more. And then you end up empty. Oh, yeah. And then you end up not in a place of overflow. It's the opposite. You might technically, quote unquote, end up with more, more whatever, more happiness, more money, more luxuries, more whatever you want to fill yourself with. Like you go to the gym, right? More muscle, more whatever. You end up with whatever more means to you. Right. Means different to all of us. But at the end of it, what's left? We're empty. And then you climb the ladder, you get to the top and you're like, why am I empty if I got to the top of where I thought happiness and fulfillment was? Oh, son, you had it all wrong. Yeah. You chased the wrong things. Chased the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And you were empty. And now you're not in a place of overflow. You're in a drought. You're in a drought. You're empty. It's the opposite. But yet how you started this conversation, it looks good. On the outside, you look clean. You look good. Everything seems put together. Yeah. But what's going on on the inside? Oh, now you're speaking to me. That's what matters. Now you're talking. That's what matters. And that's what God sees. God doesn't see what's on the outside. We can't fool God. We fool ourselves. But yet we try so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do. You know? So we got to make that prayer. Yeah. We got to make that prayer for God to to cleanse us. Right. Completely. Right. And that's from from everything, from ideology, from whatever it is that's holding us back from mm-hmm. God. Because we need that. Even to the things that we are not aware of. Mm-hmm. God, show me my mm. weak spots. Yeah. Show me where I lack knowledge of myself. Right. That is preventing me to get closer to you. Mm. Because if, if, if we don't, realize what that is then that's always going to be suppressing us Mm -hmm. so it's time to to ask those hard questions right it's time to allow god to show us those hard answers that we want to avoid right and i think god is so purposeful absolutely that god does reveal it and guess what he reveals it in the right seasons yeah that's what we were saying right seasons yes sir and we talked about that right like if God says right now is spring, then go plant. If God says right now is fall, then that's when you harvest. And if there's winter, there's death. But spring will bring forth life again. It's seasons. It's recognizing where we are. And when we allow God to show us, and when we make him the anchor, then that's where God works. There's power in that. Right? Yep. It's seasons. It's wisdom. Wisdom that comes from God, not from the world, not from ideology, not, not from, from ourselves, not from ourselves. Yeah. And that reminds me, you know, going back to what you said earlier about the self-help books. Yeah. yeah. I went through a season of self, self-help books, mm. trying to find that knowledge, that fill that void right. that I didn't know was missing. Mm. So, oh, I need this personal growth. But what that taught me was. How great am I mm. for knowing all this that I know, for learning all this? But it's it was more like, wow, how weak am I? Oh. That I'm going to that for dependence and not to our creator mm. for that. Searching oh. identity in things that the world brought me. Oh. 
but not finding identity on what God created me to be. Wow, that's deep. You know, it's crazy, dude. Because every time, right, like I would have a question or I would have something, open my phone and search or look at the gurus. Like, mm. I know there's probably a book that talks about this. <laughs> yeah. So let me look for a guru. And I heard God telling me, why do you always look at for gurus? Why don't you search for me? And why don't you ask me? Why don't you ask me? I mean, God knows everything, right? There's no separation of anything. His knowledge is there. In anything. Yep. Whatever you want to learn. You want to learn about fitness? You want to learn about business? You want to learn about how to be a parent? How to Finances. be a friend? Anything. Yeah. God has wisdom of everything. Yes. He's the creator. If we truly believe that, then let's search for him there. And he'll show us. He'll reveal to us. We have access to his infinite knowledge. Right. But why don't we do it? It's almost like we don't believe. Well, at least speaking for myself, it's almost like, I don't know. Like, it, it's a, again, it's a lure. It's a like, oh, like God, like, let me keep finances or fitness or let me keep those separate. Those are different areas. Oh, yeah. Because we think, oh. God and finances, they don't mix. Yeah. They don't belong together. Yeah. I got to keep those in two separate rooms. Right. And that can be further from the truth. That's absolutely right. That's a lie. That's a lure. That's fake. And like, even with that, right? Like with finances, like when we finally allowed God in, he started doing things. Finally. Finally. You finally, you came to me asking the right questions. Yeah. Finally, you're involving me in every aspect of your right. life. Right. Not just a few things. Right. And that was free will, right? Yep. Isn't that crazy how that works? Yes, it is. It's it's that free will that God gives us. Yeah. He's not going to impose himself. No. On us, on our life. He'll allow us to make those mistakes. Yeah. And to come to that realization for ourselves. Right. Because he wants us to do it wholeheartedly. Mm. Not because he forces us to. Mm. I don't want to force my son. To love me oh i want him to deep, genuinely love me like i genuinely love him yeah i can't tell him zeke tell me you love me right now yeah no that has to come from his heart but when it it comes from his heart oh man oh does that feel good yeah does that warm my heart right. up and that just like mijo give me a hug yeah <laughs> i love you too yeah you know yeah and it's because it comes out so natural right Right. So natural. And I think having a son really allows me to connect more with God mm. and, and to see his love. Yeah. His love is so unconditional. Yes. And even when my son makes a mistake, I love him. Yeah. It doesn't I go away. Him. It doesn't go away. There's no condition. There's no condition. Right. I will love him regardless. Can you imagine that? You made a mistake. You spilled a drink. You're not my son anymore. <laughs> How dare I? Yeah. I dare I spill coffee on Lupita? <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, no, it doesn't. It, and you know, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like that. yeah, God doesn't work like that. Yeah, even when we don't add up, even when we're like we're never enough. Mm -mm. Jesus is enough. That goes back to the identity of knowing your identity comes from God. He calls us sons, mm -hmm. right? You can't take away a title. You can't. You can't take away, and I wouldn't even say a title. You can't take away like a place, right? Like I can't, I can't say you're not my son anymore to one of my sons. They'll always be my son. So how about God? You're His son. That's identity. Yeah. 
that's identity, but we need to accept that. And we need to understand that. Because when we don't, then we're lost. Yeah. We're lost. That's so good. This, I think it's just crazy how God really put us together for a reason. Yeah. You know, I, I think you balance me in a way. Or I know I balance you in a way. Mm, for sure. To where God knows. Yeah. And God is so purposeful. Yeah. He's the greatest architect in Ooh. the world, man. And he created the world. Yes. You know? Yes. And everything has a purpose. And I think, like, speaking into that, I think, uh, like, for me, you helped me a lot to be a leaf, <laughs> to enjoy things, <laughs> yeah, to be happy, you know? You sharpen that in me. And that's a good thing. Yep. That's that's how you said it. Cre- like it gives me that balance. It's just like you balance me to be a better leader. Mm. You know, I see that in you, and like, oh, Maori has something. He's special. Thank He's you, showing me something that I don't know, and it's not even. A, I'm just gonna say Maori showing me, but God is using you mm. to show me. That's better. That's good. And that's because you're being obedient right. in what God calls you to be oh. in your own way. Yeah. You see, you're you're stronger than me in certain areas, and we can't be strong in everywhere. That's the ultimate goal, right. and God is going to grow us and mold us, but what God uses to get us there mm. is each other, as mm. other people, as relationships. As relationships. Yes. Yes. Wow. You know, you know what I'm thinking of, like, the body? Yeah. Where it says like the body of Christ. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. When you think of a body, every part of the body has different functions. A yeah. hand, a foot. Right? There's even like different muscles. Oh, even the fingers, buddy. Even the fingers. Even the fingers. Yeah. Even even the pinky or the big toe that you yeah. think are purposeless. If you lose one of those, believe me, you're gonna lose your balance and you you're gonna fall. Different. Oh you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. You Absolutely. don't stand the same. You don't. You don't. Everything has a purpose. Right. Even the most minute things yeah. that we don't even think. Right. But, you know, we are all here for each other. Right. To find out what that is. Right. Right. And see, again, going back to the identity, going back to to what we were talking about. If God created me to be a thumb, then I need to be a thumb. If God created you to be a pinky, then be a pinky. You're going to be a great thumb, buddy. <laughs> You're going to be a great pinky. <laughs> Because see that that's the thing. Like when we just step into what God made us to be, mm-hmm. then we make others better as a result of that. Not because I'm trying, right? Not because you're trying. Like, let me go make Maori better. Let me go make Marco better. No. It doesn't work like that. No. You're just being who God made you to be, mm-hmm. and in turn with that, you make me better. Yeah. Right. Yep. And that's the beauty of relationships. Yes, sir. Right. That's the beauty of shoulder to shoulder amen right that's the beauty of looking at what are your strengths Mm -hmm. and your strengths fill that gap where i'm weak as a friend right yeah and we could walk together and because we're walking together we're stronger yes together and we're learning from each other and we're growing together yeah that's powerful dude that's powerful and i and i think that's uh relationships friendships i think for me that was one of the things you're an answer prayer to my mm-hmm. life right yeah vice versa i always long for those deep relationships yeah and it's a gift it's a gift it from god it truly is god's sh- shown me those are the treasures mm. that he gives us those are the gifts and the blessings yeah 
to have somebody to walk side by side with you. To have somebody that loves Christ, right? Right. As a brother, as a friend, that you make each other stronger. That's powerful. Yep. And to pray for one another. And to pray for one another when one is down. Yep. Because again, seasons do come. Right. Winter does come. Right. And knowing that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't gather enough nuts. Guess what? I got some. I got some extra nuts. Let me show I got you. a whole bunch of them. Let me show you what my stash yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're here for. Right. That's what we're here for. Right. And that's what we want everyone to find. Right. And I think, well, maybe help me answer this, but how can someone find that? How can somebody find a deep relationship like that? I'll tell you how. Transparency. <laughs> Being honest with yourself. Mm. And being honest with others Mm. and not just changing the superficial outfits and how you want to be perceived. Right. I think it's time to, it doesn't matter what other people think of you. Mm -hmm. You need to be who God called you to be. No matter what season that you're in. Right. Don't pretend to be in spring when you're really in winter. Mm. We can't lie to ourselves. Right. And honesty is the biggest thing. Right. I struggled a lot with honesty. I always thought, don't tell anybody anything. Nobody needs to know anything. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I withheld so much. But what was scarier is that I withheld so much from myself. Oh, I didn't know how to be me. Mm-hmm. And because of that, like even when we're talking about friendships mm-hmm. and relationships, right. I struggled with that so much mm. because I wasn't real. Right. I didn't know who I was. Right. I was stuck pretending to be somebody I wasn't. Oof. So how can I hold a relationship when that's not even me? When you're fake. When I'm fake, right. when I'm wearing a mask. Right. But that mask comes off. Right. That mask. Oh, wait. I have a mask for this. Right. I have a mask for this group of friends. And I have a mask for this work. I have a mask for school. I have a mask for church. Sooner or later, I'm confusing these masks. I don't know which mask I'm wearing. Oh, and isn't that tiring? It's tiring. Where do you keep all those masks? (laughs) I have a big closet. (laughs) Yeah. And you forget what you're wearing. And it's like, that's your identity. You're picking and choosing what identity you want to be. Wow. But forget the mask. Yeah. What does your face really look like? Yeah. Who are you really? Mm. And once you show everybody who you really are. Yeah. Ah, Mari, I see you. Yeah. I know who you really are. Yeah. Now. now I can build a relationship because I know you. Yes. Because I see you. Yeah. Because I see your heart. Right. Right. That's so good, bro. And I, and I was thinking like, that's tiring. It is. It's tiring. But see... What we talked about, like, God doesn't want us to carry all these fake identities and masks and things, right? That gets tiring, right? Oh, yeah. Aren't you tired of being fake? Aren't you tired of, like, just carrying something you're not? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. It's tiring. How much easier is it? Look at what you said. You have a mask for school. You have a mask for church. You have a mask for this, for that. Wouldn't it just be better to be who God created you to be in oh, everything? Yes. In everything? Oh, yeah. 
then you're not carrying anything. No, because you're being who God called you to be. Right. God doesn't want us to live in a burden, right? Nope. To carry things. Mm-mm. We're meant to walk freely, be free. But freedom comes from God. God. Being at the center of it. How you said, being real with God, mm-hmm. right? Being real with yourself. Yeah. Being real with your relationships. And when you do that, you create an authentic, genuine connection. Amen. <laughs> it only comes from that. Amen to that. Right? Yeah. Man, you know what's crazy? I was thinking like God heals us, right? When when you're not healed, mm-hmm. like let, let's say I have a scar under my my sleeve, right? I'm wearing a long sleeve. Yeah. And and I have stitches under there, let's just say. And let's say you come up to me and you touch me where my cut is. You're going to feel it. What's my reaction? Get away from me because I'm hurt. Yeah. I'm not healed. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, we need to search for God to heal us. Yeah. So that then we could be transparent. Oh, yeah. Because also, like, if if you're trying to be transparent and you're hurt, what's going to happen? Or if Or if you're being... If you're, let, let me tell you like this, because for instance, like once you've gone through something, once you've had a, a test, a trial, something that you've gone through and God brings you out of it, mm-hmm. then you could talk about it more freely, you know, yeah. like, you know, I used to drink, right? That's not something that holds me. I could tell you that, like right. I used to be a drunk. That's, you know, that's, that's my past. That's not who I am. That doesn't hold me. Right. But the scar, like. That wound is not there no more. It's just a scar. And it's there. You could see it. But it doesn't hurt me no more. Right. And now I could talk about it, right? Yeah. Now it's just a testimony of uh, where God pulled you from. Right. Right. These scars, it's, it's okay to show these scars. Right. Because scars are healed. Yeah. <laughs> but when the wound is fresh, you're going to feel it. Right. You're not healed yet. Right for god's timing right and i think that goes that goes also to this like again the relationships you have a wound if god gives you the right relationships then it's okay to be vulnerable with those relationships but it takes wisdom yeah god should i or shouldn't i right it's discernment because not every relationship and not everything like not every relationship is meant for you to go deep with yeah and connect and open up in that way it might be misinterpreted it might be like it might not be the right season Mm -hmm. for you to talk about that yeah and you need to have discernment how you were saying yeah right it's like when you get hurt man it's going back to what you're saying oh i got hurt playing sport let me just wobble myself back in hold on Mm -hmm. you're not ready for that yet Mm -hmm. you're not ready to get back on the field yet right you gotta rest right you gotta recover right you gotta attend right you gotta tend to your to yourself right to your hurt right once you're fully healed, mm. then you can come back out on the field again. Yeah. But wait until then. Right. Right. And anytime before that, it would just get you more hurt. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You're in the more hurt. Yep. Because it wasn't the right time for you to step in yet. Yep. And if you step in too early, mm-hmm. you just re-agitate it again. Right. You reopen up that wound. You hurt yourself, if not worse than you were when you first started because right. you weren't ready yet. Right. Right. So we got to be wise on listening to the spirit, listening to God. Right. 
Yeah, and definitely asking God how we said, like, God, give me those right people. Mm-hmm. Give me wisdom. Give me the right people that can tend to my wound. Yeah. They can tend to my hurt. Right. And they can help me. Right. So I'm ready to get back on that field again. Right. But see, at that point, again, God is at the center of it. Yeah. You know, it's not, I'm going to help myself. Ooh. Right? Oh, yeah. That goes back to the whole self-help thing. Oh, yeah. I can't help myself. Only God could help me. Mm-hmm. But we need to recognize that. Yeah. And at that point, we're not an idol. We're not saying, I can do this through my power. Have no power. Comes through God. Amen. Right? Amen. That's good. We covered a lot of a few different topics. Yeah. 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 But I love it. It was good. It was a good first day. Good job. ¿Cómo se siente, compa? Bien. <laughs> Animado. Animado. Gracias a Dios yeah. por darnos este tiempo. Yeah. This is good. It's good.